Alwyn Sellout Tour, Pad Short is bringing his hilarious show Hey to draw this TLT in February 2020. Now this show delivers a peculiar take on modern life that only the unique imagination of Pat Short could conjure up. It's a hilarious and quirky look at Irish life with a gallery of oddball characters, bizarre situations and even a song or two brought to you by one of Ireland's most beloved comedians and he joins me on the line now. Pat Short, you're very welcome. <laughs> Oh, how are you I, doing? I'm great, I'm great. I'm glad you didn't put it. I was talking with a journalist there last week and I said, so you're bringing hay around the country and I felt like <laughs> I was a tractor and trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know, I ran competition yesterday for the tickets on the on the show and yeah. I don't think I've seen that many texts flooding in here. The text machine was steaming here in the corner. Uh, you hold it too tight, you don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and do, you, do you know what they do as well? They, they always send me things like, I'd love these now for myself, my hubby would love these or I've been a big fan of Pat all my life as if I can pick them do you know what I'm saying I do but, indeed I do indeed but, uh, but you know what it's, it oh, just goes great. to show how popular and how beloved you are Pat oh well listen we've always had a great time in, in, in the TLT it's it's a great theatre and great crack there you know so every time I come up with it, the show is just a blast you know so yeah no it's fantastic it's fantastic it's a great reaction now tell me about Hay which has nothing to do with actual Hay but no. uh, there's a series of oddball <laughs> characters well to, 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 to give you the time title of it properly is Hey and it actually comes from it has absolutely nothing to do with the show at all (laughs) it's a friend of mine every time he rings me from Cashel in County Tipperary that's his accent Hey Shorty (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) and I just thought it was funny so anyway that's that's where the title comes from and it's not Hey and it's like I suppose look every show needs a hook Um, and like it's it's kind of a and some of my hooks are fairly thin now I can tell you you know I just think if the characters are funny and they stand out and they're great and it'll be good but every show needs a hook and this show I kind of loosely based around a, a beauty pageant. Yes, is, uh, I love this. Yeah, this is very tulip. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, we've three lovely ladies on the night. <laughs> they don't know who they are but I do. <laughs> and Brilliant. it's great, it's great, it's great for the madness. But that's just one segment of the show and, and the characters, there's a load of other characters there as well. But it's just, it's, it, you know, I suppose people know me for getting down into the audience and, and having fun and cracking and and, uh, and that's what's what's involved as well. Okay, so if you're if you're a bit stage shy, no, sit I, in no, the back. I, I, well, no, look, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I don't want to give away too much. <laughs> no, uh, don't. But listen, it's yeah, it's good, good bit of fun and good bit of madness, you know. Now I know you get this all the time, but I have to bring this up, Pat, because this is the first time that yeah. I'm actually speaking to you as an interviewer. I've often spoken to you, lining you up for other presenters, but anyway, yeah. uh, for me, unbelievables where the things that you know these are the guys that we absolutely loved as kids and we used to act out the little fella in the shop you know I love one of them and five of them and we'd be in stitches in school trying to act these characters out which are so iconic Um, but this is kind of what you do these are things that you see in everyday life and this is what you pick up on you're very observant isn't that sort of the key to it yeah I like to what I do is I try to look at characters that people can identify with as well you know Um, and it's very talk about that sketch I'm on one of them and two of them and two of these and one of them I was doing a show in Australia two years ago and the promoters came in to me in the dressing room and said you're going to you should come down to the front of the theatre there was a kiosk down there which was selling Pat Short merchandise Brilliant, yeah. and there was a poor Australian girl behind the counter who had no idea the unbelievables and there was about 300 Irish standing around going if I had one of them and two of them and she was going 
that'd be twenty dollars and ten dollars. <laughs> and they were all just pissing themselves laughing. So the poor guy got an awful doom. But it, I, yeah, go back to the, the question. I, I suppose, I suppose you try and pick out, make humour out of ordinary situations, and people identify with it, and that's that's what makes the characters so remember, uh, remarkable. People remember them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because they know a teacher character like that. They know a GA character like that, or. A, or in the case of a young fella going into the shop, we've all been behind the young fella in the shop. That is, uh, that's just his or being the young fella, <laughs> or, you, <laughs> or even being the young fella, or even the being the young. Yes, yeah. exactly. We were all the young fella, or the young one. You know that went into a shop with their twenty p in the biggest purchases of the day, so they were yes. taking their time. About it. <laughs> yeah, very important. You know yeah. that could have been the pocket money for the week. Uh, but you know, uh, were you always acting and performing a, from a young age, Pat, or where did this sort of love of comedy and acting come from? I, I I was always playing music. Um, I, I like uh, playing saxophone. Of actually. course, yeah. And a lot of people didn't aren't aware of that. I mean, I suppose I I'm amazed since I did the late late last Friday and I was playing with Shane McGowan. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people go, I didn't know you played saxophone at all. You know, but that's <laughs> what I started out doing. And um, I mean, I played jazz for years and I played with different bands and all this. But anyway, I got into working with John Kenny and, and that's how the comedy ended up coming about. Uh, nothing was ever straightforward with John. I was playing sax with him and doing sound and lights. And then I started writing sketches and having the crack. And, and the comedy came about that way. I, I never set out to be a comedian. And yet now, because I, I kind of did my training with John and mm. then we don't believe us and I kind of spent so many years on stage doing comedy um, when I came to going out on my own that's that's the one thing I love doing now and, and I have to crack with you know and so when you were in school and that kind of thing you, you weren't ever in like the nativity play or any of that no no, no I never did anything like that I, 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 do you know I actually wanted to I always wanted to do a bit of acting I remember my brother got a small part in a in a, in a, in a, a big musical uh, mm. in the town and I was I had to go and he was younger than me I had to go mind him and I was gutted I was sitting there watching it thinking God I'd love to be up on that stage <laughs> so I probably was a little part of me always wanted to be on stage I think Oh that's nice that's nice Now as well as your comedy I am a massive fan of the serious work that you do and I know uh, in 2018 you were in three of Martin McDonough's plays yeah, uh, yeah. in more sort of dramatic roles and I know they were kind of um, there was comedy thrown in there as well but a little bit more serious Are you going to do more of that for 2020? Yeah I've got a, I've got three films lined up to do this oh, year and, uh, which I'm really looking forward and they're 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 all big projects, uh, which is is rare to get such yeah. massive big projects coming off. Um, I suppose Dark Lies of the Island was out there rec- recently um, as well, which was uh, I know it was a comedy, but it was dark. Yeah, um, and I was playing a very dark character. So yeah, I've I've, I've a couple of yeah those three movies are, it, at the, is what I have in at the moment, and uh, hopefully I'm fingers crossed I'll be able to do them all uh, that they don't overlap or something the way they're moving around at the moment. But Anyway, yeah, I'd like to do a lot more. Like to do I'm, more I'm, I'm also doing a lot of more. I, one thing I'm starting to do at the moment is podcast. Oh, uh, very I, good, yeah. I'm doing all sketches and all characters and, and comedy, and that's going to be out in February, uh, end of January, February. I'm, I'm going to start putting a few teasers up. I've got one episode done and structuring all the rest of them, but it's a, it's kind of like a sketch show. That's very exciting for me because I'm writing a lot of comedy again. Um a lot more you know I went yeah. through years of when doing Killing Scully just writing constantly and after about 10 years when I was nearly exhausted so I kind of sat back and just wrote a show every year and did a bit of writing but not but this is more intense and I've, I'll be doing a huge amount for the year so I'm I, I really really loving the characters and getting into it Yeah and podcasting is the new thing as well you know there's, it's yeah. hugely popular yeah Well it is and, and it took I suppose I have so many projects on this year I, I, I need to put a new show together for the end of the year and I'm trying to think how the hell will I do it so I thought 
if I put a podcast together, that forces me to write and create characters and keep coming up with something new and uh, hopefully put it on the stage then at the end of the year. Oh, brilliant stuff. Because uh, I was a massive, massive fan as well, by the way, of Lenny Abrahamson's oh, yeah. uh, Garage. Was absolutely blown away by that film and particularly the, your performance. Was it strange for you going to like a really dark place for that character? Cause, because you're so known for being kind of outrageous and hilariously funny. But this guy was very, very dark, wasn't he? Yeah, well, he was... He was Ah, gosh, how would you put Josie? He was mentally challenged. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, I, it's funny when you get into a physicality of a character like that and the look and everything, you, 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 it's draining because your facial expressions and, and everything, you know, you, you, and you're holding things and you're concentrating and everything. So actually it was, it was a difficult role to do, but, yeah. but it, it paid off and it was great to work with such a wonderful director and, and a great writing. You know, there was so many elements to that film that were just, were just fantastic, you know, with the cast as well and 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 everything, every every element of it was was amazing, you know. So it was it was a great one to be in. Yeah, oh, it really, really was just brilliant. I, I love going back to it again and again as well. Uh, now, Pat, uh, this is the portion of the interview that I like to call Sinead Asks Celebrity Silly Questions. Are you up for this? Oh, we'll give it a shot and we'll see how we get on. Yeah. Okay, okay. Here we go. We have our music and all. <laughs> uh, what's in your pockets right now, Pat? Oh, God. Um... I'm just reaching in there now and I have four euro and and my wallet that's it four euro okay Uh, who was the last person you texted Uh, the last person I texted (laughs) I can't say this Uh, it was actually Ryan Tuberty (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one that's a good one Uh, who was your hero growing up who was my hero growing up? Uh, I didn't have too many heroes, but I admired certain people. Like, yeah. And in the comedy sense, uh, Neil Tobin actually was, was the person. Oh, yeah. I, I, Poor I, Neil Tobin. He left us this year, yeah. but he was an amazing character, yeah. And when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? What did I want to be when I grew up? Um, I wanted to drive a ship. <laughs> <laughs> On the sea. <laughs> You never know. You could still do that. (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple on a pizza, yes or no? What? Pineapple? Absolutely. With a bit of pepperoni as well. Oh, nice. Uh, What song would have you running to the dance floor? What song? Young at Heart. Oh, good one. Good one. I like that one. Bluebells, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it was Candy Staten had it then. I don't know. Somebody else had it as well. Uh, Besides loved one, what's the one thing you would rescue from your house if it was on fire? Um, my saxophone. Oh, yes, very important. Yeah. <laughs> and if you could have dinner with anyone alive or dead, who would it be? Oh, God. Uh, I think dinner with Graham Norton would be great fun. I oh, met yeah, him, yeah. I met really him once, I was out for a night with him, and he's absolutely brilliant crack. Um, great fun. So, I, I, yeah, I'd love to uh, sit down and have dinner with him. It'd be great crack. Okay, and funniest thing a fan has ever said or done to you? The funniest thing? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I get it every week. <laughs> Someone's shouting at me. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't, I can't, I can't remember. Uh, I, do, I do remember up in... I think it was up in Drada one time. I, I was doing believers and I was, I was playing the part of a priest. And there's a saying we have down in, in Tipperary. is like, well, by the Hurlan. You know, yeah. which is like, you know, are you fit? Are you old? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just a saying, like, well, well, by the hurling. And I turned around to two young fellas in the, in the show and I said, well, by the hurling. And he says, no, fella, all football around these paths. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I totally. really fell away laughing. <laughs> and if you knew today was your last day on earth, what would you do? Um, I couldn't tell you that in the phone. <laughs> <Not the wireless. laughs> I love it, I love it. Pat, thank you so, so much for joining me on thank the you. show. We're all very much looking forward to seeing you in Drada's TLT, February 22nd for Hey. Best of luck with the podcast and have a great Christmas. Okay, listen, have a good Wednesday. Thanks, Thanks a million. Bye. Cheers, cheers. Bye, bye-bye. 11 to 1 on LMFM. The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's Kings Court. The new 2020 Mercedes-Benz CLA. With a performance that puts you in the fast lane. And an interface that speaks your language. Your new 2020 Mercedes-Benz CLA is closer than you think at Gilmore's Kings Court. By the way, you can get tickets to see Pat Short at the TLT. Uh, it's The website is uh, thetlt.ie for all the details of Pat's Hey Show coming on February 22nd. Now it's time for this. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Whether you're ex- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.